Um, trigger warning for this episode, we talk about suicide, rape, stress, mental health. If you cannot handle those things or don't want that in your day today, please do not listen to this episode. Thank you. Oh, also, these are our personal opinions. Okay, so this one's just going to be a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Each one answers, right? Random. Uh, first one is, what do you think the meaning of life is? And we could start with you, sir. Uh, meaning of life. So, I would say that the meaning of life is... Um, Eternal life. Eternal life? Yeah. What do you mean by that? So, you know, most people, when they think about, like, you know, people have that that question on their head. What is the purpose of my life? Mm-hmm. You know, what should I be? What do I need to be? People have always those thoughts about themselves and where they need to go and stuff like that even mm-hmm. like uh, as far as like okay like preparing for my kids because i won't be yours mm-hmm. eventually i will pass away and whatever i think the purpose of life is to keep living it's eternal life it's a complicated <laughs> it's a complicated one if you don't understand eternal life but think about it mm-hmm. i'm gonna get very religious here go ahead okay and the lord's prayer okay when you say the lord's prayer you say um almost like you know um, almost like saying in the words you can google it but i think it's saying like heaven coming to earth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it doesn't say that we're going anywhere yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't say that we're going somewhere else as saying that it's coming here mm-hmm. you know and if you believe in god you know that eternal life is possible so the purpose of life has to be how can i live eternally peacefully peacefully right because you could live eternally in hell mm-hmm. but you don't want that you want to live eternally peacefully right so the purpose of life, if you put money or anything above that, then you're living a short life. You know? Because mm. what happened after you die? You want to keep living. So I would say the purpose of life to me is it, eternal life. Is to plan for what it's comes next. Find a way mm-hmm. to live eternally. Because mm-hmm. life is too short here. I see what you're saying. All right, what about you, sir? My answer is very short and simple. It's Mm -hmm. very generic, but it's just to seek happiness, right? And for me, it's not like I'm unhappy or depressed or something like that. When I say happiness, I just want general satisfaction and, I guess, okayness. (laughs) What what would the word be? Just content. Contentment with Mm -hmm. the things around me. Once I'm at a point in my life where I am okay with the things that's going on, because I'm not a picky person either. I don't need to have that six-figure job or something like that, you know. I don't require much to be satisfied. I guess that's what I'm looking for, just general satisfaction throughout life. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Um, well, I kind of like that answer. All right, what about you, Liv? Um, the meaning of life? Yep. I think the meaning of life is to serve, whether it's like your planet, your God, or your loved ones. Mm. So just to serve? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel uh, like that's how we find purpose. Mm. Sister brothers. Okay, I would say uh, meaning of life. Um, I'm thinking of it in multiple ways, right? Mm -hmm. So if you ask me, like spiritually, what I think about it, I would say, of course, <laughs> try your best to make it to heaven, right? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> if, if there's something, because I already, I already told you this one time, mm -hmm. like. When whenever I think of eternal life, it's way too daunting for me, yeah. right? So the fact that there's even a place where I could be in misery for eternity is is like insane to me, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say that in the spiritual aspect, in the non-spiritual aspect, I would say meaningless life is whatever you said that to be. Don't be confined in any like worldly meaning, if that makes sense. So. If someone that looks up to celebrities says, oh, man, like, I want to be like that. To me, that's that's the wrong way of doing it. You just have to do what makes you happy. If what really makes you happy is being a celebrity, then go ahead. But, you know, like, just be honest with yourself. This All this celebrity stuff is a construct of society. So <laughs> go out there, plant some trees, and just, I don't know. Like he said, try to be content with what you have. And that's not saying, like, just be super humble, you know? Like, you could still be a business person. You yeah. could still earn your money. But just be wise, just be gentle, just be humble all the way through. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I would say. All right, next question. If money were no object, what would you do? If money was no object in the meaning, like... Has no value. Right. There, there's no physical. Nothing. What would you do? What would I do? Mm -hmm. Well, in, in this in this world, that money has no value. Um. Well, how can you purchase things? No, no. Like, what are you gonna do? Like a farmer. Like, he's, he's saying like instead of the job you're doing because yeah. wh whatever you do in this life okay. is basically to get that money. Get right? that money, right? In order to buy things, like you but said. If money but if it wasn't a thing. What what will you think you'll be doing? Oh, I see what you're saying. Where will you be living? I will be an artist. Yes. An artist? If, yeah, if money wasn't a thing, like uh, from small, like I was into art, mm -hmm. drawing, painting, had some bad experience in school. I was, I remember like getting into like school and we had like an art book with a little picture of what we we're going to draw. Mm -hmm. I drew the entire book before we went to school because <laughs> I was so excited for it. Mm -hmm. Then I got an F for not oh. following directions. So it, it was like almost like a wrong. Uh, I started right, like your ambitions was all the way high. Was, and the it teacher was so was like, high, and the, no. and the yeah. teacher was so caught up into you follow direction was mm -hmm. more important than your yeah. artistic skills. Right. So, and then it kind of like set you on the wrong path, and then also parents that don't believe that you can make money out of arts, mm -hmm. yeah. they will encourage you to do something else. Right. Yeah. So they everybody see arts very low. Yeah. But if, if money wasn't an issue and I could live on the street happy, mm -hmm. I'd be an artist. I, I would just mm -hmm. draw, paint, whatever. I know how to spray paint nowadays. But I would do anything art-related because it's something that it brings me joy to do it. I could just do it on a random day 
mm-hmm. without caring so much about what I would get from this. It was just a self-satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I would say art. Well, quick question about that though. You say you feel joy and stuff. What about those people who say that they draw better when depressed? Or is that true as an artist? I would say um, uh, when I was younger, I was really, uh, there was like pure artistic skill mm-hmm. as of now. Now because I my mind is not on that so much, mm-hmm. I try to make it really nice mm. in order to hang it somewhere. You know, but when I when I was young, it was my purest form, and I was just doing things because I like doing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care so much who care who look at it and what they think about right. it. I just care about doing it, you know. And I would just you know. So I would say back in those days, um, I will draw. I will draw better and paint better in a happy state than in a sad state. Oh, okay. Because in the sad state, I didn't even want to touch it. Right. To me, that would make sense. But the fact that I heard the opposite multiple times right. is is very interesting because I'm not an artist at all. Yeah. And I hate drawing. Like, um, like you said about the teacher, I remember the one time that I did try my best. It was in art class, and I drew it right, and the teacher made fun of me. Like, it was that bad. But in my head, I was like, damn, like, I really tried. This is the best I did. Right. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, fuck drawing. Like, I I know how to code. Like, bitch, I could hack it. (laughs) Society is so twisted that, you know, everybody doesn't want to encourage you to be this artistic person. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to make it to, like, 18 years old doing art. Because there's but if I had like an opportunity to actually go out and like truly get to know them, then I feel like that would be like my most happy place. Mm-hmm. So you think it just there's a missing link of knowledge or yeah. knowing the insects because even what scares you. As a kid, before I was afraid of any insects. Mm-hmm. I remember I would just go outside and sometimes my friends went outside, so I just like crouch down by the grass and just like look at the dirt and the leaves and then like the little insects walking by and stuff, and that was so fascinating to me. And I feel like that's something I'll be doing right now. I agree. If you wasn't for insects, I'd be outside. Yeah. Um, what about you, Liv? Oh, we'd be on our 17th baby already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if money wasn't a thing, yeah. I mean, we'd already have a horde. <laughs> <laughs> a whole village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A whole football team. Um, I would say I, I would definitely be helping more. Like, if it wasn't a thing... I'm sure, like big, big uh, skyscraper and stuff, that wouldn't be a thing. It'd be more mm-hmm. like concentrated yeah. villages. I'd be more of the helper in that village. Like that. That's what I like doing. Like, oh, you need help with this. That. That's what I like. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, if you found out you were going to die tomorrow, what would you do today? Kill myself. <laughs> like, ain't nothing gonna happen within 24 hours. <laughs> I'm ending it right now. <laughs> 
But what if you can't die because you're meant to die? Oh. That, you see what I mean? Like, you jump off a building and now you're, like, bent over like Peter. You just <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but you'll commit suicide. I'll just go to sleep if I can't do anything. Mm. Oh, so it would be too, it would be too much for you? you no. Like, Damn. No? I just feel like there's nothing that I want to do that bad. Mm. Wow. There's nothing stopping me from doing something illegal now. <laughs> and I don't have that urge. Mm. So. Oh. I'm just so, like, you don't want to go visit anywhere, say goodbye to anybody. Right. I, I don't know. Call do you, my, my mind. Think, hey, I'm dying tomorrow. I'll see you later. Do you think <laughs> uh, Do you think doing those acts will make it more intimate and be, like, too sad? Like, oh, like, now I got I to gotta reach out to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, now it's too dumb. I feel or? like I accept things a little too quick. Yeah. And, like, if I'm not afraid of death because, like, it happens to everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's true. But... If I die tomorrow, there's not too much I can do. I could maybe call a couple of people, say goodbye, and I'll I'll be doing it for them, not for me. Right. That's right. Because I feel like they'll want to like at least talk to me one last mm. time before I'm gone, and then that's it. I'm slumped. I'm yeah. taking some melatonin. <laughs> I'm gone. What about you? I'm not sure. He makes a good point though. Like you know, like if you, like I will definitely do it for them, not for me. Well, that's that's the whole thing about suicide, yeah. right? It, in a suicide, they call it like the most selfish yeah, act. Selfish. Yeah, because, yeah, right. But in a way, I don't. I used to think that, not anymore though. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some case scenario, I don't. I don't judge a person that to commit suicide. Yeah. Well, you're not yeah, even like supposed I, to judge people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like in some case scenario, man, they have such a horrible life that sometimes suicide is the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like the best choice out. Yeah, at least yeah like like somebody being tortured, rape and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. In a yeah. You, country. you miss suicide, like, yeah. bro. Like, what right. Especially supposed- if you're like a kid because I yeah. feel like kids yeah. do not have any options. Mm-hmm. Like that, you see it on the news, like people, like uh, kids being bullied so much and yeah and at home their parents don't care and yeah or they're abusive too. They, they're yeah. abusive yeah. probably, you know, going through some rough time and and then it's like the kid commits suicide. I don't yeah. think it was selfish. You know, yeah. at that point, and, and, like, and mind you, you also have to think of like the the mindset of a child too. Yeah, mm-hmm. your whole world is usually just a school, mm-hmm. right? right? Like that, anything happens in school, that's the biggest thing of, of all time. Mm-hmm. So it, whenever that world crumbles, mm-hmm. like where is that kid supposed to go? He don't know yeah. nothing about no therapist. He don't There's know like nothing how, about anything, especially if he's not getting I mean, support. even if they did, it's not like they have access to it. Right? Yeah. Put it this way, like uh, and going outside could be even worse. Now yeah. you could get yeah. killed. Now you could get raped. Like, like if. No. For example, like in the, like in this case scenario, which I know fully, like, let's say your daughter was taken away, you you can't see your daughter, mm-hmm. right? And she's your happiness, right? Mm-hmm. All you want to be is just be the father for her, but you can't be, mm-hmm. right? Because society or the mother, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you commit suicide. Yeah. I can't judge you right there. Cause it's like, bro, your life sucks. You don't want anything else. You just want your daughter, but you can't mm-hmm. have it. And then that's if you're like, well, I don't care about anything else. You got money and stuff, but that won't give me happiness. So I take my life. Yeah. You know. So in that in that part, I can understand. Um, but going back to the question, mm-hmm. what was the question again? No idea. If you're gonna die in 24 <laughs> hours. Oh yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. I would, you know, I would say bye to people before them. I. I mean, you put, dying is part of life mm-hmm. that if I knew that I was going to die a certain day, it would be nice. It would mm-hmm. like, well, let me make sure I die sleeping it, yeah, yeah. or something nice. Right, something nice. Because you could die in a horrible way. 
Because, you know, you could die in falling from a building or you can mm. die so many ways. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me just make sure I die in a nice it's way like, oh, possible. Let me, let me go <laughs> yeah, choking on the chorizo, you could die <laughs> so many ways, right? <laughs> so how about, you know, I'll just, you know, say bye to people and whatever, and I would go to sleep and call I, it a day. I definitely think um, if, if I was told that, like, maybe God told me, hey, you're going to die tomorrow, mm -hmm. certain time. To me, that would be too sacred for anyone else to know. You know what I mean? For me, I'd rather, yeah, think like it was just a natural cause, like heart attack. I wouldn't be calling anybody. I'd, I'd tell her and I'd plan something for that day. Like we'll go to the park, we'll eat, you know? And then towards the nighttime, like I wouldn't even tell her. Yeah. Towards the nighttime, I'd be like, I, I just reassure her like I'm always going to be there Which, and I pass Check it. this out though. Most, so some people that commit suicide, mm -hmm. they know that they're going to commit suicide yeah, that day. Know. So they start going to their family members. Yeah. And they start, mm -hmm. you don't know that they're saying goodbye, right. but in a way they're saying goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the next day they, they, they kill themselves. And then you at home, you understand now, oh, they were, you know, they yeah. were here and I should have took it more seriously than I didn't. Right. And, you know, because they regret that moment because, because they were trying their best to say bye. No, sometimes <laughs> it's also like a cry for help. Because mm -hmm. sometimes there, there's a yeah, lot of people, they don't even want to take that full leap. But once they go to a family and stuff like that, and they get shunned more and more, mm -hmm. they're like, "This proved it. This is the best part." You know, like yeah. this is the best. That's true. That that, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also feel like, like I was reading this thing where so many people were shocked, like after somebody killed themselves, they're like, "Oh yeah, they were depressed for a long time, but then they came to me really happy and like mm -hmm. praiseful and like lovingly and all this stuff." And I didn't know that they were saying goodbye. I thought they were just better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so my whole mindset about that changed a lot, like, over the years. Because, like, the thing they teach you mostly is, like, man, that's so selfish. Why would you kill yourself? And, you know, that's what you hear mostly. Well, they, they yeah. say that because at the end of the day, there's still ways around it, right? So, at the end of the day, that guy who lost his daughter, mm -hmm. try and fight it. You see what I mean? Like, don't wait give up. Wait until she's older or, and then reach Right, like, wait until she's older. Trying to find happiness is something else. Basing your happiness in only one thing, like a daughter or like TV or you know video games, yeah. you're gonna hold yourself because if it's not there, you're not gonna be happy. Right. So you have to keep achieving smaller goals to be happy. You, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I could understand, but I could also understand the other side. A different path, right? Yes. But uh, but that would depend on especially on that person especially right th that's what i'm saying yeah. there's too much there's too much caveat like yeah, not, a lot of stuff not everyone is a god-fearing person like yeah. not everyone talks to god and stuff like that so if you are a god-fearing person and stuff like that or you're known to be like the pastor and you commit suicide now you're thinking like why you see what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. like was it really that hard did he not have good communication like yeah what happened so i just feel like it's something that you definitely need to talk about yeah even i don't know man like I know it's hard to find someone, especially someone that actually cares, mm -hmm. but you also, people could also go about it the wrong way. You could yeah. also like dump all your emotional mm -hmm. sanity to oh somebody. God, yeah. And yeah. That doesn't feel good to the other person either. Yeah, yeah. So you, it's something that you have to work on. Yeah, it's, it depends on the people, man. Like I, over the years, I learned that mental health is a real thing, man. Yeah. And like some people go, like, they look fine, but they're going through some stuff, man. Mm -hmm. like, and when they take that harsh decision to like, I feel like anybody that just like um, cut their veins are just seeking attention, right? They're not really yeah. trying to die yeah. that day. 
they're just seeking crime for help, right? Mm -hmm. Because mentally they're not there. Right? But anybody who like, if you hanging yourself, oh, you know, like, okay, yeah, today's the day, right? Like that person. But even then, that, that person that cusses up could lead up to that. You see no, what I mean? No, but that person in their mind, this is it. I know. This you know. So, like yeah. if you decide to shoot yourself in the head, you you're thinking this is it, and you right? you you don't not even think about other options. So you this is it. That's it. But the only reason why I could see both sides is there's so many cases of suicide regrets. Mm -hmm. Like they actually tried to hang themselves, and someone came in just in time, and they actually regret the suicide, and they tried to change their life for like mm -hmm. a better choice. So I don't know. It, it's it's it's, it's too much of a great area. A lot going on, yeah. Uh, what will you do the last day? Oh yeah, I gotta tell you right away because you're gonna be like, why are you crying? Like for the next four okay. hours. Yeah, I'm a crier, so he would already know. And I'm a bad planner. Mm. I'd like buy plane tickets, and you're like, we're gonna spend eight hours. No, I would. I would plan day. it for you. Right? Yeah, that's how I'd yeah. have to tell you because I'm a horrible planner. Mm. <laughs> go to like Hawaii. <laughs> dine yeah, <there>. like, <laughs> right. You'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> mm. So. And I guess we could do this as the last questions. Mm -hmm. um, if you could ask your your future self one question, what would it be? That's a good question. Right. Because usually it's the past self. Right. It's usually the past self giving like an advice or something. But if you could ask your future self, what would it be? You know that, that scene from the, um, what's the end game? Sorry. Avengers? Where? Where um, Red Skull, Red is Skull? it Red Skull yeah, asking Red Skull. Thanos? Mm -hmm. uh, no, 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 it was Gamora as a child asking Thanos. Uh, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. Oh no! Was it worth it? Or did she say like uh, something like that? Yeah, I think she, she did say, say well, was it worth it because he killed her in order to get the gem. Or, or I oh she said, no no I, I thought she said um what did it cost and he said everything, everything. yeah mm. everything. you know I I'm like at this age in my life I want so much so quickly because I feel like I don't have enough time mm -hmm. to have those things and set a good future so I'm rushing so much stuff so soon that. I'm becoming way too ambitious, mm. you know. And that ambition never ends, you know, right? It never ends. Yeah, it's like I, I, I've been jumping like, like a twenty thousand per job. Mm -hmm. And if I stay in that job for a little bit and seek something that pays more and seek something that pays more, but I don't mm. stay because to me, I feel like I don't have time, mm. you know, and. It's our fear of like being older and not having enough, mm -hmm. knowing that you know my wife, uh, she's happy doing her church thing, and I don't want to take that away. Mm -hmm. But it becomes to a point that I can't afford it. She will have to, she yeah. will have to start providing too. And because it's something I don't want to like take away, yeah. I'm pushing myself so far that I think I will ask myself. What did it cost? <laughs> and maybe my older self would say everything. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could easily burn yourself out. You can burn yourself out. It yeah. could not work. Right. It could not work. You're doing it for what? Nothing. You can do it for self ambitions and it could not work, man. Mm -hmm. Look at 
this might be a bad example. Look at Jeff Bezos, man. That boy reached millions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. and then divorced. And, and then that's, halfway went, and that's the, that was the main one. That's the one that started when he didn't have mm -hmm. that much money. Yeah. But because you just become this other person that nobody recognizes, like, who is this guy? Mm. You know, because money, the people say it doesn't change you, but money changes you. People say yeah. money shows who you truly are. I don't, I don't think so at all. I think all. it does. No, no, no. It does change you. I don't think it shows who you truly are. It does change you, though. It changes you. You know why? Because you can't have the same mindset. Mm -hmm. If you only have, like... Ten dollars in your bank account. You can't have the same mindset of having ten million. Right. There's different ball games. That's you're not true. going to the same places. You're not doing. The, yeah. You're not meeting the same type of people. So That's all true. that, it just feeds into your psychological. It changes you, and then uh, because of that change, I and I know it's it's a weird. The weirdest part is like mentally, I know this is not right, mm -hmm. right. But because society has become so expensive mm -hmm. and so hard to live on, you can't you can't even live properly with like. With just a you know a job that you will love doing without having to get paid that much, you can't even live yeah properly with that. So it kind of forced you, society forced you to be this this person that you don't want to be, but you have to right because they're just exploiting our workers. Yeah. That's why a lot of jobs they didn't even want you to have a second job. Exactly. A lot of jobs will literally hold you with different time shifts. Yeah, in case you have another yeah. job to mess you up. Yes, and, and but the thing is like I'm, I almost feel it almost to me like. It almost feels like I have to get away from that as much as possible because it feels like a new form of slavery to me. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like why? Because I work, you know me, like I work in warehouses for way mm -hmm. too long. I, I wasted mm -hmm. way too many, too much time in mm -hmm. warehouses. And warehouses are almost is like the new slavery. Warehouses schedule is crazy. Your body is destroyed by the time you get home. Mm -hmm. And then you don't get paid nothing. Yeah. And then there's this fear like what is out there what if i don't find something better yeah. right so you just stay there for so long and then you wasted your whole life because yeah. the more i move i find out yo i don't need this stuff mm -hmm. like nowadays if a boss gave me hard time say bro you don't know me i'll walk away mm -hmm. i don't need this shit. yeah like just because i know i can find something else you know without risking my family Mm -hmm. You know, because you have to make sure you have a little savings in case in case it falls down, mm -hmm. right? But like, I feel like I have to get away from this bubble as far as as far away as possible, just so I'm not a part of this the system system yeah. that they're yeah. playing. Yeah, and that, I don't want to be inside that system. So honestly, I, that's the whole point of your podcast. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, if we could make money just talking like this. Yeah, I yeah, rather find that. a way to get <laughs> out of the system. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, this system will play you. Yeah. Like when it's when everything goes down, when the economy goes down, everybody that suffers is those people inside the system. Nobody Look, with a lot of money suffer because wages hasn't gone up at all, right? And in the last few years with COVID happening, you know who earned the most money? Companies up to trillions. Yeah. I think it was like eight trillion of like profit. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Why are we struggling, right? Yeah. Why is unemployment so down? And, what I, and, and not only that, but companies are inflating prices. They are. Because they're 
quote unquote, because a lot of people are scared that there is another bubble. Mm-hmm. They're just saying, oh, okay, so let's inflate the prices. Now bread is super high. Everything's high. And it like doesn't housing. even need to be that high. Like housing, eh? It's so yes. expensive. Like, dude, like rent. Everything's ridiculous. Rent is so, rent doesn't make any sense okay. nowadays. You know, rent don't make any sense nowadays. And the thing is, like, what I found out is, like, okay, if you want to get out of this system, you have to bend the rules. You can't follow the rules no more. You got to bend the rules. If you follow the rules because you're afraid of, like, there's that line between breaking the rules and bending the rules. As long as you bend the rules but don't break it, you're going to get out of that system. I would truly believe that. And I'm aiming for that. Mm-hmm. But maybe at the end of the day, I will regret it. Maybe. Just maybe. because it's self-ambitions. And that's not me, but it's... it's it's what it's what the world is making me. I, I just think a system like this, uh, it just makes a lot of things worse. Because even people who are in power, like managers and mm-hmm. stuff like that, now they're more power hungry. Because now it's a lot predatory. Yeah. So if a woman says, oh man, like I, I really can't work, whatever. He's like, would you rather get fired? You got babies to feed. Yeah. Well, and then the little bit, it stacks up. Oh, now he's touching your butt. You see what I mean? It yeah. gets it gets to a very like bad. It's hard. Situation. It's hard too. And it goes the other way. So, so for example, my team is inside the office. There is seven women. I'm the only male in my team. Mm-hmm. And outside the technicians, it's all guys, right? Mm-hmm. But because I'm surrounded by females, I have to watch everything I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wish it didn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I only want male working there. I just wish that, you know, that we could just communicate and knowing that we have boundaries without somebody just started crying. Yeah. Because mm. like, when I started, like I would say this, the first month, I made one of the girls cry. Why? Right. Because, uh, so she was, it was like May the 5th. Mm-hmm. And I'm you, she's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And she never wears makeup, but that one day she wore makeup. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, oh, you're going out tonight. That's all I said. Because mm-hmm. she's wearing a lot of makeup. And it was May the 5th. I'm putting two and two together. I think she, maybe she's going out tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she started crying. And in my head, I was like, what? Like, what, what happened, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, hey, I'm sorry if, if I offended you. The only reason I made it worse by saying the only yeah. reason I was asking yeah. is because you wear makeup. So she was like, "Oh, like you know, I feel some type of like she's very insecure about wearing makeup." Yeah, and I didn't know that, but it's like it, that's it's so hard nowadays to like work in a, in an environment with both male and female because of that little things that a guy wouldn't get up. A guy would like like if you come in your best clothes and it's like, "Oh, you going out tonight?" Oh, I guess so. You know, it'd be like, yeah, I'm going out tonight. Or it's like, no, I'm not going out tonight. I just decided to wear this. Mm-hmm. But it, like that, 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 I have to wash my back so much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so hard that if I could change the environment tomorrow, I would quit. Mm-hmm. It's that bad. Because mm-hmm. imagine that you, like, it's hard. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't yeah. know if I'm getting there. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it. it's like walking yeah. on eggshells when you're walking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That is crazy though, because I when when I worked in office jobs, when I tell you the females, at least this is this is my point of view. right my point of view is my life right. Mm-hmm. The females will tell me the wildest stuff. Mm. 
And like, I don't care if I have curly hair. I don't care if I look good. We're here to work, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So the fact that you're over here insinuating a lot of stuff about me, mm -hmm. I could have easily taken that somewhere else. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm just here to work. If you want to go out on a date and you want to invite me, cool. Yeah. Let's keep it at that. It, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, like you said, there's like a this, double standard that is, is, is almost but, like. But but that's life. This double standards to to life, right? Yeah, like but I think I think it's like part of like society. Like um, uh, and I understand. It's like okay, for so long, this group of like female weren't allowed to work, and now they have a chance to work, right? But now that they started working, like they're this big type of guys that mm -hmm. cross the line all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And they make it bad for the rest of us that we're just trying to work, have a good time. Yeah. But I hate to be but, walking but, on eggshell all the you time. You know, you know what's interesting? Now you mentioned that um, she told me something like there was some study mm -hmm. that they found out that whenever a guy brings home a rose or flowers to the female, oh yeah, there is for a lot of females. It's, it's like a trigger. It's like a PTSD because it's like a PTSD. typically men like only give flowers to women. Like if you watch like TV and stuff, it's like, oh, I, I messed up last night. So I'm going to get her flowers today to forgive me. Instead right. of just being like, hey, I messed up. I'm sorry. Let's work towards this thing. It's just right. like this band-aid so, flowers. So oh. your comment, while you might not see it as like the biggest deal. Mm -hmm. Right, right. In her head, maybe it was That's a trigger, right? Yeah. And yeah. why is she shy about makeup? You see what I mean? Like, yeah. I totally this understand a lot of... she is, though. Like, I understood right. why she cried. Like, yeah. as a female, from the female perspective, you have this man, like, not that you're mean, bad, or anything like yeah. that. I'm, uh, are you her boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're her boss, mm -hmm. and you're commenting on how she looks. Yeah. And in a lot of workplaces, if a man is going to comment but on how you look... indirectly, though. Right, It, it doesn't right. matter. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, no matter how you said it, what you said, you mm -hmm. know, you're commenting on her looks. And in any workplace I've been on, if a man comments on your looks, even like, oh, you braided your hair today, it's because they want to sleep with me. And it's like, they're just opening that door to see like, how far can I get with this until I could just, you know, uh, do what I want. Right. So it, it's very intimidating. Yeah, it is very it's, like it's, triggering. It is that, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like for for a guy, yeah, it's walking on eggshell yeah. every single day. And, and, and like you like, said, like you said, mental health is such a key thing, right? Yeah. And as guys, like at least us, yeah. we we're not thinking about that because it's, it, right. it, no. it doesn't happen to us. It, it's not. Yeah, I guess it's right. a thing right. that doesn't happen to us. So right. it's like, and, and you just have to be like conscious. Of and it. if it does happen, it doesn't get to the point that a guy will start crying. You know, it doesn't get to a let's say so a because woman, because it's different, like, right? Let's, like for yeah. example, there I had I had like you know there, there's some wild older woman, right? So while working in <laughs> at, at my job, <laughs> there's some a wild older woman like 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 going way yeah like doing the the most yeah. right yeah touching everything and like oh it, it come down right yeah. but but I guess because I don't take it like oh my god you know the worst you think know, yeah. Like, like, but but it's different. It's different. You know why? To the most extreme point, if a small child that's a boy mm -hmm. sleeps with a teacher who's a grown person, right. there's nothing wrong with that in society. No, you see, he just it, got a double. Yeah, th that's what right. I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like like you said, there's double standards. So you you can't see the point of view of a guy because 
sadly enough you can't you, see the, the point of the female right because, you just have to be conscious yeah. about it yeah. and that kid sleeping with that teacher is still considered rape but right. society doesn't consider be. that right right, right. Mm-hmm. so it, it, no, it just, i understand it i just think like um uh, uh it makes it hard to work yeah it's just draining it, it is it that, it that's what it is work. that's what it is mm-hmm. it's draining on both sides yeah. because as a female you don't know if Oh, he just wants to fuck me, so he's yeah. trying to like manipulate because he's in position of power. And yeah. you, and you're like, I just want to talk. You know, like I, have right. to, like I, you know, like nowadays I play it on my head mm-hmm. and like think about it, and then I say it. Yeah, you know, just you, because yeah. I know the environment I'm in, mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, let me play it on my head. Let me see how it sounds. Yeah, like I, I have my wife bringing me coffee so many times just. <laughs> So they see that like, no, for real. Like, like just so they see, like, bro, I don't want to be with you. Like, I'm yeah. married. I'm happy with my wife. You know, I didn't decide that I was going to be the manager of only females in this yeah. office. You know, but because I have to make this work, mm-hmm. there are times when I have to like, you know, be like, there are times when I have to be a little tough. Yeah. But how can I be a little tough? When every time I say something, you're about to cry. Like, bro, yeah. like, you put me in that spot where and it's I like... And I feel like some of that's on purpose, though. Yeah. Like, as a girl, like, I am it geared is. up. I'm ready to cry. Come talk to me. I'm about yes. to fall. It is. <laughs> but but you, you see what she said? Like, they they know what the double standard mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And they use it to certain advantages. Yeah. Uh, My last job, I'm not going to name nothing. It was mainly uh, female bosses. I pretty much stayed in that bitch. For the longest, I've, I've been past, like, my, you know, they are, like, certain point system. Like, if you reach seven, you're uh-huh. done. You're fired. I was, like, fucking 20. <laughs> and I was just there because of a like, certain female. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes, it is those standard for me to be using it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose my job. So, I was, like, oh, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was so I, 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 So, I, I play you around. say your advantage. Exactly. Yeah. And, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I, you have to be conscious that certain things are triggers, but you also have to know when that trigger could be used again yeah. so it like like she said it's draining yeah. it's draining it's, draining, it's completely like, draining like i'm telling you if i if if there was like a choice like tomorrow like hey you can start here and the environment is more mixed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i will take it and i'll i, will, I wouldn't yeah. even call and say i'm not coming <laughs> i would just leave yeah just because it's like like who wants to work in an environment like it's so like so guarded it's like you yeah. have to mm-hmm. like i have to find a way sometimes i don't even say stuff in person just because i get to know that person they know they don't take it well if i say in mm-hmm. person so i have to text it to them mm-hmm. you know it makes you change the way you are right yeah. for that person because it's like okay you know if i say it this way yeah it might not go well and and it's like it's like it's this weird scenario that i'm living and i'm yeah. working right now where mm-hmm. she's like it's, it's not it it's not it it's yeah. not it for me, at least. Yeah. You know. That's right. It yeah, is draining. Definitely yeah. playing. Um, yeah. what, what, what's your thought on that, John? Okay. On the whole conversation. <laughs> your thoughts now. So the. the <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. So the square root of. Uh, I don't. It's just like I've never had. I've had that experience once, where it comes to like double standards, is understanding like how to speak to let's say like a, a female or a woman properly what happened in that situation so there this uh at school i started becoming friends with this uh group of girls right mm-hmm. i would sit with them at lunch and they thought i was funny and they were funny and we would just like hang out every day and mm-hmm. then like the main girl of that group 
I was like, she was like trash talking me, mm-hmm. and then uh, we were going back and forth. Yeah, you're roasting. And I was like, that's why your hair greasy. And then she like turned away, and I didn't speak to them like ever uh. again. And they like hated me after that. And mm-hmm. all they did was trash talk to me. Yeah. And I, I didn't understand why, but mm-hmm. that's just something that she could have been insecure about, and she had taken it differently. Mm-hmm. But now that I've like learned that, I feel like the way you have to say things have to come with a certain personality. Because let's say I was like the stereotypical gay guy mm-hmm. and I was next to her and I said that, there would have been no problem, right? Mm. It, 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 dep- it depends. It's like a it girl is saying it to that girl, right? Like right. if a guy says something to a girl, it's not the same as a girl saying it to a girl, right? I know, but you do know there's a lot of fake people. No, I know, so I know e- that. Even if a female said it to another female. They might have taken it. The, the other female might actually take yeah. it deeply. Yeah. But be like, ha ha. Yeah, they don't And then like it. do something afterwards. Later like spit on her coffee or something. I know. Yeah, I would have never said someone is but, serious. Right. I had seen something like that. Because <laughs> uh, I just know that's crossing a line. Like, especially if you're talking to females. That's crossing a line. The thing is, it wasn't greasy. I just randomly said yeah. that. No, but I, I can sympathize. Yeah. Yo, bro. Like, I can sympathize. You know, I come from, you know, you come from an environment. Sometimes your environment affects you so much and yes. they don't realize yes. that they don't realize. Yeah. You, I come from an environment where people just froze back at each other. Right. And you just keep going at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. I was like, ha, 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 oh, but what about this, right? And I can see how, like, subconsciously, <laughs> I would just say something that is not okay. Yeah. And then I will, I will for sure fall under that. Yeah, in like any day case scenario that I'm that, just too careless. Before that, I I had just a friend group, and these friends were like, they don't care, and I don't care mm-hmm. about my insecurities, and they don't care about them either. Like mm-hmm. we would tell each other like our deepest secrets, and be like, didn't your dad die like last week or something crazy yeah. outlandish? <laughs> yes. And then for us, that's normal. But yeah. we obviously wouldn't do that with other people. But I guess like we had gotten so accustomed to it. Like there's so many times my friends would come up to me and tell me that they offended someone. Because mm-hmm. we are just like that. I, now, I've changed because I was like a year or two ago. Yeah. But like I was about to say, yesterday I had seen that my little theory or whatever about changing personality, right? I was at um, a Christmas party at my job and there's this gay guy that works there and he's not like, a, you you can't tell he's gay by looking mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. Kind of closeted, I guess. But there was this girl that was kind of tipsy and mm-hmm. she was talking towards him. And it seems like he said something that, like, kind of offended her in a small way. Mm -hmm. And you could tell she was getting mad. And what he did is he started to act more gay. Yeah. He was like, babes, why are you getting mad? Like, you want to dance with me? And he was saying stuff like that. And then that ended up calming her down, right? Because if it was, like, some masculine figure saying, like, you need to calm down, don't do that. It would seem like like he's trying to degrade her or something Mm -hmm. like that. But he had changed up to kind of suit that situation to lower it down, kind of, mm-hmm. to de-escalate it, yeah. if that makes sense. I feel like what, once you get older, you will start recognizing a lot easier people's personality. Like, as soon as you talk to them, you'll be like, I can't say yeah. certain things, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I, it becomes a lot easier. I've definitely been, I haven't been the gay guy in the group, but I've definitely been the, the wild one. To say like anything, yeah. but that's just me. Like even if the female or the guy knew me, they knew me for being honest. 
Like, would I tell you that your hair looks messed up? Yes. Would I tell you it looks greasy? No. You know what I mean? Like, because I know this. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I will be honest, but not to, like, to be super rude. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think people do, like. Mix those up. Or they right. try to hide behind, oh, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. I hate yeah. people like that. Like, they'll say the yes. most offensive things. And yes. they know it's offensive. Mm -hmm. They're like, why are you getting mad? I wouldn't yeah. get mad. Yeah. Like, you're just, just so sensitive or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was never that. I was just honestly point that a lot of them, they felt like they could be honest with me. So mm -hmm. I became like Dr. Phil. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I just became the therapist pretty much. That's kind of how I am at my job. Un Ooh, like, un I didn't mean to be that. Yeah, Everyone job, always comes to me and they're like, this this server, she's, I hate her, bro. Like, they need to fire her right now. I'm like, oh, for real? That's crazy. And then the other server coming. Dude, I hate her. Yeah. Or something. People always coming up to me at my job. Because, I don't know. I'm, like, the super chill person. And I talk to everyone. I'm not scared or shy or whatever. I would walk up, talk to the server, see how their day is going. Go to, like, the front, talk to the host. Or even the managers. I talk to everyone. And then, I guess people see me as that guy. They could, like, just go and say anything to. Mm. Yeah, you got to care for it. Mm -hmm. I usually I'm just super you just haven't stepped on anybody's toes yet mm -hmm. like they're gonna do that with the next new person and so on mm -hmm. and so forth until and they step on their once toes. again um, yeah. jobs with yeah. higher position like Johnny you gotta be yeah. yeah like I like I envy you guys for working from home yeah. like I wish I could work from home I absolutely hate it <laughs> really <laughs> I cause hate it. like the the whole human Interaction. Interaction. It's, it's tough, especially it's tough, especially man. in the office settings. Yeah, she hasn't had that. Yeah, I've never worked really? in the office. Right, and I told her once yes. you have that, it is one of the worst experiences you ever have. It's a toxic environment. Yes, it's, it's so toxic. toxic. Like people talk like about each other. Like if you just step out for a little bit, the door's not even fully shut, <laughs> and they're already talking bad about you. And I just pick my head back, like, bro, I'm wow. still here. Mm -hmm. you know it's so toxic and yeah. the other thing is like even like the interaction between you and your manager because it's so like face to face mm -hmm. it can go south really quick yeah yeah because like for example like me like i was i'm never a person who's like um um like a, exactly i'm not that like i'm worth for the job i'm giving you yeah. and that's it i'm not even trying to be your friend yeah i care less like i just know that i can do this stuff and i will do my best effort to do it right Mm -hmm. But I'm not trying to like be this like like, like have that. this combo that. with yes. you yes and, and we have a good yeah. time that's not and me. the office setting is pretty much that in but order to everybody move. is like that yeah. yeah everybody else is is this oh nice shoes and nice mm -hmm. and they try to be this this yeah and I'm not I'm not like yeah I don't care but they take it in the wrong way mm -hmm. I've seen it take like people take mm -hmm. it in the wrong like oh you think he's now he's stuck yeah. up. He thinks he's better. Uh -huh, I'm not stuck up because mm -hmm. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying your shoes is nice. I don't care about your shoes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm not that person. And then at that point, you could be stepping on extras too. Oh, is your heels looking nice? You see what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah now, so now, now you, no. To me, my biggest thing when it comes to job, you come here to work. Right. Talk about work. If you don't want to talk I'm about the work, same way. go out of the workplace go to lunch like <laughs> i'm the same way but because the you and i get it you have to get Interact. along get yeah. along with people and stuff like that but because i i from like from a very young age i never care if i didn't have a single friend mm -hmm. i care less like like i don't want to talk to you either like it's like no oh, i wouldn't yeah. like like i don't care mm -hmm. like and, and because i didn't care <laughs> 
now that I'm working, I have the same mentality. Mm. And it's like, now I have to, you know, try to get along with people. And, yeah. And I'm, that's not me. And I, it's, I have to fake it to be me. Like, mm. that's not me. Mm. And because I'm the manager, you kind of have to try. And I wish I was in a Zoom meeting uh, where I could just fake it. Right. Yeah. Face to face, you can't fake everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can see it on my face. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I just saying hi because you're here. Cause yeah. If not, I wouldn't say hi. It's like it's like that. It's like weird. You know, it's like. Yeah. Because there are some managers that are like really assholes. And then I have to fake that I like you or say hi to you every time right. you come by. when oh, you're. Why? It's like, I don't want to say hi to you. Like, I, I don't I, even like you. I no. hate, I hate but Zoom it. meetings have been extra too lately. Like, I've never had this whole, let's go around and do icebreakers every single Zoom meeting. Because, of course, our team is like 600 people. <laughs> Bro. And we all work like different shifts and stuff. So you see different faces every time. And they all want to be like, oh, share one thing. Are you married? Oh, no, no, no. Where do you live? How's the weather? It's like, I You know what was hilarious? Is? There's two different instances. Uh... We had this older manager, and we went to the meeting. It was her, uh, me, and this other black girl. Mm -hmm. And she was asking everyone like their little hobbies. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and I and I was talking, and then she kept like she kept like prying or asking more about me. She just me. wants to hear him talk. <laughs> and then, and as, you were there. Yes. Yes. But, and but, I had to watch. But they don't. You. They don't know that. Uh -huh. They don't know that, right? We different rooms and everything. But then when it came to her, she was like, oh, yeah, I pretty much like doing the same thing that I did. She was like, okay, she okay. She cut me off so fast. She did not care about me. She, like, saw that he was in the room. Everyone say hi. Everyone turn their cameras on. I'm like, oh. And I then, already know what it's about. And then, there, was, there was this, uh, like, Hispanic-looking lady yeah. who never wore makeup, like you said, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Makeup. I forgot about her. And then the one time that I turned my, my screen on, and I, I, you know, because yeah. she was, like, she was being a vocal about it, the next day, she wearing makeup. She looking. She's wearing makeup, yes, and she's like flirting with the screen. Oh, like we're roasting people, right? Like I'm texting him, you know, we're talking like with ourselves muted, uh, and I'm like, baby, look at that girl, you know, blah blah blah, and I was like, turn your camera off, cause she's like up in the camera, she's looking yeah. all good. He turns his camera off, and she, oh. she slumps back in her chair. No. He turns it back on, she like starts making eyes at the camera again. I was like, I freaking knew it. What? I knew it. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's I'm sick. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> It happens. It's, it's almost like a double standard, man. It is, but it's, but it's, a, it's so exhausting to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why, like me, like I've been looking for a job since last month, mm -hmm. and as soon as I find something, I'm out. That's fair. You know, like and you know, like you know the way I've been changing jobs, like, bro. I don't feel like I owe you two weeks, man. Yeah, I don't think anybody. <laughs> no one does. I don't, I don't feel like I owe you anything. You, you. you know why I say two yeah. weeks is because I want two weeks vacation, right? <laughs> Two weeks to the new job. It's like, hey, you that's what I'm saying. Today. That's what I'm saying. Two weeks for a new job, job, so I could quit this today Bruh, and go. As soon as I find something else, I bet, I didn't know you anymore. I, mm -hmm. I see right. Because they don't care about you. The same yeah. way. The same so way. I was like, okay, I'm just going, man. That's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, that was the episode. Wow, 52 minutes. Are you gonna say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs>